Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. Lucky Land Slots. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's the only dose of Poe that you're going to get on this episode of Film Drunkies. I am Pirate Michael J, even though it doesn't say Pirate Michael. I should have done that. Joined by Pirate Paul. And this is a Film Drunkies special because when we came up with this idea, I told Aaron, I said, I have to put this under something because I'm not going to create a page on the website for, you know, a one-off episode. So, right. Yeah, we're doing it this way. Um, and he's like, yeah, okay, do whatever you want. I was surprised he didn't start going like... I don't just... like that! <laughs> I was expecting him to say that. He didn't, so I guess that's okay. But, um, yeah, so we're here, and it's... Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a pirate kind of show, I think. So, my favorite pa- uh, uh, it's my favorite pastime. I ha- I had an addiction there for a while with that. So you, you know. did, yes, yes. And I still do, to an extent. Um, I don't I don't know, you know what you, you know what you're doing currently, but I still do. But we'll, we'll we'll get to that. But what what's the okay? So in terms of like copying, I know from talking to you off air you kind of like have been like me kind of like back in the VHS days starting with that. So I go back a little farther. What got me into, what got me into recording things was my dad 
my dad was in the record business and he had he got he would get equipment and this that somebody got him uh a recorder mm-hmm. for eight tr- for eight tracks so the first thing i did now i'm a little kid and i'm talking into the microphone and but it was blank eight tracks and you just put it in and it recorded on the eight track and mm-hmm. uh that's so that's what got me started on recording myself now i didn't start doing the dubbing as we called it back then until mm-hmm. i got you know into beta but i was you know i was copying cassettes and, and eight tracks and stuff and pretending to be a, a disc jockey and i would you know i would i had a tape deck that was two of them and i would have mm-hmm. a microphone plugged in and Billy, i don't know if people realize this but back in the day you could actually put a some of them you could plug your headphone into mm-hmm. the microphone jack and talk into your headphone and it would record you it sounded bad oh. but it would it would record you i don't know yeah. why i'm not that much of a techie but i know it it would work mm-hmm. but so i would use whatever i could and i would be like oh now we're going to be playing this and then i would you know try to it was terribly edited but you know i was just a kid so what did i know um so that that's where i started but then i really got the passion when beta came out and you know and then you had friends oh record this for me so that's how i got started in uh piracy piracy yes now um because i know that you said that you did kind of like now something that that i'm curious about because i only really dealt with um vhs i mean i think my one grandfather had a beta um but was it possible now because like i said i only dealt with vhs so i'm not sure but could you hook a vhs into a beta or vice versa and kind of like can really yes because all it took i i is rc the rca jacks all you needed was your your back then we didn't have you know the the first stages you didn't have stereo so it just had your white for audio right. and your and your your yellow for uh video as mm-hmm. long as you plug them in it would go from this to the other and you know and, and that's how you know you could get bypass some copyright so you could do them back and forth as long as you know and then if if your vhs say you drag say you got a new vhs and it has stereo and you had your beta you would just have to you just leave the beta one of the cords hanging like you know the red one i just leave hanging plug in the white one and if it sounded bad i would just reverse them of course, right. it never really sounded really good because, you know, it wasn't stereo and this one was, but it would still work. It would still work. Hmm. Just like if yeah, you, you could do that with your eight track, you could put in your eight track and put in it, put it on it and transfer it to a cassette, which was a pain in the butt because I don't know if you ever heard an eight track, but after so long, it, it you know, after it plays a little bit, it changes tracks. And if you look, on the tape itself, there's that silver tab where it would change mm-hmm. the track. So it, it, it would cut off. It's like old laser discs, you know, the old laser disc movie, some of them were multiple discs and then, you know, mm-hmm. you'd watch 45 minutes and you'd have to change disc. This would change tracks. So the song would get, there'd be, you know, a cutoff in the song. So if you put something from eight track onto a cassette, you would still get that cutoff. So it didn't sound as good. And yeah, and you couldn't, so ba- okay, so wait, so, okay, so you, so basically with the 8-track, it would switch tracks, and then it would go, so basically it would do that in the middle of a song, at yeah, some the, point, some, if the song was long. Yeah, some, some of the studios tried their best to not, mm-hmm. to make it change, but, you know, if the song, you know, like Led Zeppelin, some songs would be short, some songs would be long, and if, 
you know, the tr the eight tracks are limit or limited. So if we had to cut your song in the middle or somewhere, you know, tough shit, they would say, but you would have to, I mean, that's all you could do. And then that's why the technology went from eight track to cassette. And then you did have the other option, but not a lot of people really used it called reel to reel. It was like, it was like film, but it was just audio, no video. Right. And, you know, and it would, you know, that, that you could do a whole album and it would have no interruptions, but I do believe I was just a kid, but I do believe reel to reel was way more expensive than eight track was. So mm -hmm. you had to go with what you could afford and, 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 and reel to reel machines, I think were very expensive and you couldn't have one in your car. So right. eight track, you know, was the one that, you know, kind of surpassed and being at the age I'm at, it's, it's always been interesting seeing the technology and, why some of it, you know, some of it would fail because of money. Some of it mm -hmm. would, you know, it's, but it's, you know, like you were at the heart of the HD DVD Blu-ray fight and you yeah. think, you know, it could have gone either way because the technology was similar, but you know, whoever, you know, Hey, when the movie studios jump ship and you throw it, you know, you put that Blu-ray thing standard in a PlayStation Toshiba was, you know, kind of tied their hands and screwed them right. over in a way. So yeah that was i mean and that was yeah that was the thing because i remember like even with um oh the best was because i would get um i don't know if you're and we're jumping ahead a little bit but i know with with hd dvd they were like dual format where or some of them were dual format where one side was regular standard dvd and the other side was hd dvd yep which oh and i remember I would let people borrow those discs and I would put them in the case because, you know, I knew that the people I was lending them to didn't have an HD DVD player. So I would put them in the case. So the DVD side was down. So then when they put them in their player, it would play the DVD side. Okay. But I would still get calls from people and they'd be like, I put that disc in and all I hear is, <laughs> and i'm like okay i'm like here's your problem i'm like it's an hd dvd combo disc so you i said when you took the disc out i said you you flipped it over before you put it in your player and they're like yeah i kind of did i said well yeah you put the wrong side in you have to put the other side you know you have to flip it around again so then they did that and they're like oh yeah there it is it's playing i'm like yeah that's that's because that's the dvd side mm -hmm. that, that's the one thing dvd did that i was not a fan of i did mm -hmm. not like them doing it you know full screen on side this and oh. white screen on that because oh. i have to you know i don't like you have children you have friends who have nice greasy palms yes and it always yes. seemed like you know it one of the sides had fingerprints everywhere or little smudges mm -hmm. or little small scratches it's like so I never, if my, if my DVD was two-sided, I never loaned it out because no. I mean, I didn't trust anybody to, and, and not that, okay, not that I didn't trust them, but things happen. And, you know, you could be, you know, a greasy dude and you could barely touch it and you could leave, you know? So I was like, no, you can't borrow it. Yeah. So, oh, dude, believe me. I know when I learned the hard way, because I actually let family members borrow some of my discs and literally I would get it back and there'd be cigarette ashes on the one side of the, I'm like, what the fuck do you think this is an ashtray? Like really? 
off the subject on that one second, I was a mm-hmm. store manager for a store. Uh, a, I was a store manager for Funko Land long before right. it turned into GameStop, mm-hmm. and uh, I would get DV, I would get discs, you know, PlayStation Two and PlayStation One discs in, and I would be like, "What are you guys doing? Using them as frisbees? Using them as coasters? They'd be so scratched. I can't take this in. I don't even think mm-hmm. it'll read. I mean, I don't. Some people, I don't know how they could. They're DVDs. I don't understand how you can mistreat something that you're paying for. It's like, man, my movies are pristine because I, I, mm-hmm. I don't like anybody, you know, messing with them. You mm-hmm. know, child locked the DVD player so they, you know, I just, I just, I, I have a problem with fingerprints and I have a problem with. I bought it. I want to take care of it. And some right. people they just don't, and it makes you know. I'll see. I watch go to a friend's house and you see them take their DVD out and they're holding it Ooh, like this. It's like I know. Hold it. This take no. Well, it doesn't matter, man. It's okay. No, it's not okay. Stop it. You know. But what am I gonna do, dude? Okay, now now you just stirred something up because, <laughs> all right, there was a mom and pop video store around where I used to live, and it was they just went out of business. I want to say now I've been in this current house like for three years now almost. But this store just went out of business like maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Um, you know, it was an older couple. I've worked, you know, it was in business since like 1982, I guess. So they, they were around for a while. So you figure they owned this store. It was a married couple. They owned the store, you know, since it opened. You figure that they would know how to handle discs, okay? <laughs> so I went in there, you know, uh, and I would rent stuff from them because they had. Because I don't know if you remember, but there was a whole thing where Warner Brothers and all that stuff, they had release windows on their movies. So it's like Netflix wouldn't get like a Warner Brothers or Universal movie or whatever until like 28 days after it was released on disc. And I was like, I still wanted to rent these. You couldn't go to Redbox for it. You couldn't go to Netflix. So this store, since it was an independent store, a mom and pop store, they still would just go out to probably Best Buy on Tuesdays and buy all the new releases. And that's how they stocked their store. I'd have a feeling that that's what they would do because they would open on 11 o'clock on Tuesday mornings. So I just, you know, figured they probably went to Best Buy because Best Buy here opened at 10. So they probably went for 10 when Best Buy opened. They went and bought up all the shit. And then, you know, that's probably what they did. But these people say you'd go in, and they would have the display, the boxes out on the shelves to display. So you didn't, you didn't take the cases up to the counter. You just went up to the counter and you said, do you have, like, I remember, um, okay. So I would go up and I'd be like, um, you know, do you have um, Halloween, say case in point. And now at that point, they would either have Blu-ray or DVD. So they called that Blu-ray or regular disc. <laughs> so I would be like, okay, all right. So I remember like Paranormal Activity, the marked ones came out around that time. And I said, okay, I'm like, do you have Paranormal Activity on Blu-ray? And they went and they looked and I'm like, well, we don't have it on Blu-ray, but we have it on regular. And I can burn Blu-rays at that point. So I was like, well, I don't really want it on regular. You know, I, I'd rather have the Blu-ray. They're like, well, we don't, you know, the Blu-ray's out right now. I said, okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll rent something else. And they're like, 
you're sure you don't want that on regular? And I'm like, no, I, I, I don't. You know, I didn't want to say I don't want it on regular because I'm going to rent the Blu-ray from you and take it home and burn it for my, you know what I mean? I didn't want to right, say that yeah. to them, you know. So there were a few times where I actually did take the DVD. I didn't do anything with it. I just rented the DVD just to rent it. And then I would end up getting the Blu-ray later on. And, you know, so I paid to rent it twice, but whatever. Um, but the funny thing is, like, they would get the disc. They came in these little plastic cases, like square plastic cases. And they would open them up and they would, like, go to clean them. And I swear, it broke my heart because I'm standing there. They open up the case. They take the disc out. And the and this is the 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 married the guy, the old guy, that would do this. He'd look at the disc, and I shit you not, he would palm it. <laughs> he would palm the disc, and I'm, and I'm like standing there, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like thinking to myself, oh, all those fucking oils from your hand are going onto that fucking playable surface, and I do not like that. I do not like that one. And then I would take it home and I would go upstairs to my computer with my drive in it and I'd open up that little square plastic case and I'd take it out and I'd look and I'd see his fucking greasy palm print <laughs> on the fucking disc and I'm just like, ugh. So then I put it in the fucking computer and nine times out of ten, the fucker would not play and I would have to fucking get an alcohol wipe and fucking wipe from the center to the edge, center to the edge. And that's yep. what I do. And most of the times it cleaned it. Sometimes though, um, the discs were like, Ooh, and these, some of these were like new releases that you, that I, I knew cause I would go in there on Tuesdays and I knew that he just bought them like that day. And I'm like, dude, you've already fucking damaged it because you're fucking palming it why yep or, or there'd be times i'd be at a friend's house and they'd put it in you know after they held it the wrong way they'd put it mm -hmm. in and then it would start playing and then it would you know pixelate i'd be like you need to get the fingerprints off oh yeah i, I, sh I sh he'll eject it take it and then he'll take you know a paper towel and go in a yeah. circle i'm like no oh. i'm just gonna scratch it <laughs> oh it'll be all right man i'm like no you're gonna scratch. and then he'd put it in there and it would play but when he'd take it out and i looked at it I said, see all that? You just caused all that. Now, next time you fingerprint it, you're going to do it again. Over time, you're going to have so many scratches, it is going to stop reading. He's like, oh, it's okay. They have this thing I saw where you can take toothpaste and you can put the toothpaste on your disc. I'm like, uh, what? No, no. What is yeah, he, he, he would do the toothpaste trick to get his scratches off. I'm like, dude, just you're not. No, I, I don't know how you can spend, you know, $20 at Walmart and you're just treating it like, yeah. I was like, no, no. Yeah. No. Just handle it right for Christ's sakes. It's not that yeah. hard. It's really not hard. Just center and the edge. Center and the edge. Now, I don't know about you, but do you have a problem here recently with some special sets where they're not on a spindle? They're just like in that sleeve and you got to try oh. your hardest to slide it out without touching it. You're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? Stay, stay here, <laughs> stay here. Hold on, because it's it's right over here, and I'm not editing this out either. This this is this is this is good. This is good. I'm gonna tell you, this is my biggest complaint with studios. Okay, 
Here, this is my biggest complaint. And I left this here because I planned on watching it very soon. Um, okay. And I'm, I'm getting up off the chair because I need to show the people this. I need to show them this. And I'll show you this too because this, 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 this is despicable. This is despicable. Okay. So, all right, here we go. All right, so here we go. We have, wait, is there a way that I can switch? You're just seeing me, right? Yeah. Yeah, I see you, yep. Okay, you see me. All right. All right. Now you see this, right? Yeah, the Hitchcock. Alpha yeah. Hitch- right, okay. Now, they also, now Paramount also did this with the Indiana Jones set, okay? And uh, I know they did this with some, um, oh yeah, and there was another Alfred Hitchcock standard Blu-ray set that Universal did this with that I also was not happy. Okay. So you flip, looks like it's a nice book. Okay. Yep. There you go. Now saboteur. Okay. This side is the 4K in this little fucking sleeve. So... And then you got the fucking Blu-ray over here. Look. See how this is? Yep. That's what they did with Jurassic Park, too. I know. And I hate it. I hate it. Because it's like, why? And I'll tell you what. When I opened this, like when I first got it and I opened it up, do you know? I took this thing out and the discs were like popped out of the fucking book. Like... Like, the discs were, like, half hanging out. Like, uh, you know. Like, the Blu-ray was, like, half out. One of them here. Let me see if I can... I'm trying not to fucking... And I do recall my 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 Indiana Jones one came in those, yeah. too. Yeah. And, start, yeah. And, that, and I got that expensive Skywalker one. It's mm-hmm. like that, too. It's like, Yeah, dude. and that's the whole... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, and I'm telling you. The DVD, when I opened it, was out like this. Wow. It was literally out like that. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, really, I, you got to be kidding me. I have that same release you got, but I bought mine so long ago. It was uh, it, it was in a felt box. The DVD release. It's in a big felt box. The, yeah. You open the side, slide the box in, pull it out. Yeah. It was on a spindle. I don't know why the DVD version has a better setup. Than the new ones, you'd think they would want, you know, it's, it's Hitchcock. I don't know why they couldn't. Spring no, you know, you know, you know what it is. I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Studios at this point are like, okay, we're gonna package it this way because the majority of people that buy this shit are stupid and don't know how to handle discs. So they will scratch it the fuck up. They will do stuff to it that will damage it and make it unplayable. So they'll have to buy it again. That's that's. I guarantee you, that's why they do it. I guarantee you. Well, I'm on to you fucking studios and I'm not giving you any more money because you know what? I know how to handle discs and I'm not going to fucking scratch this the fuck up. And, and, and then I and then I have people tell me, hey, you just, you got a new movie? Yeah. Oh, let me have the code. I'm like, no, I'm keeping the code. Why? Because I don't want to take the disc out of the packaging because it's terrible packaging. I'm going to use the code so I can watch it off Voodoo. I keep my codes. Everybody likes to sell their codes or give them away. Mm-hmm. I keep my code because half the movies... You can't get them out. Dude, the only thing that sucks with, with I mean, um, 
I mean, if it, if it matters. To me, it would matter. Like the Hitchcock stuff that I, you know, it's, it's a 4K UHD set. And I guarantee you that the codes for that, they fucking, they're, they're still 1080 codes. Like, they're not 4K codes. Their digitals are, are 1080 only. Oh, they, like, gave you the, they gave you the that's, Blu-ray? That's, that's cheap. Yeah, I'm like, why? I'm like, if I bought something on 4K, okay, give me the digital code in 4K, please. I'm paying for 4K. I want 4K. I don't want 1080. I want 2160p, for Christ's sakes. Give me 2160. If I wanted 1080, I'd buy 1080. I want 2160. Thank you. Yeah, I don't remember what movie it was I bought, but it was the same way. I bought it in UHD and... When I got the code and I put it in, I was like, HDX, what kind of crap is this? And yeah. I'm like, well, I mean, I get, I don't know why they did it. Now, years later, it got upgraded to UHD. So I don't know right. if it was a voodoo thing or what, but I did eventually get it. But it was like years later. And I was like, what a waste. Well, I'll tell you what. And it's something to look out for. If you buy Paramount UHDs, I can guarantee you that the majority of those codes are 1080 still. They're 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 still 1080, and I'm like, that's that's ridiculous. That's really ridiculous because if you pay for the one format, you should get it in that format. You shouldn't, you know. It's like I love my have to do something, you know. It's like I love all, all Shout Factory's making me go broke and I love their stuff. But mm-hmm. part of me wishes so I could preserve it longer and not have to keep opening them. I really wish they gave us digital copies of some of those movies. And you know, I was just talking to the cripple the other day, and I told him, I said, I wish that they would that they would get digital rights to some of their content too, because it would just make things, you know, a lot easier. And even with Scream Factory, because now it seems like everything that they're releasing with 4K scans, that they're giving UHD releases like a year or two later. That's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, some and, stuff some stuff I, I won't double dip that way. If I really want to see it and it's very right. old, I'll buy it on Blu-ray and stop there. Because I have... I, I'm one of those... kind. For one, I'm getting older and my eyes are getting crappier, so I really can't, you know... Mm-hmm. But sometimes you see stuff when it's so good, you see stuff that you shouldn't see that kind of, yeah. for me personally, ruin the experience because it's so clear now. And it's like, I can see the tricks and stuff that's going on because back in the day it was originally, you know, on, you know, four, uh, 480 and you couldn't see yeah. nothing. And so I kind of like sometimes I think the older stuff, some of it to me, Blu-rays as far as I'll go, I won't go to 4k. But like with Alfred Hitchcock and stuff, that I would do 4K because um, black and white movies, for some reason, yeah. they look beautiful in 4K. Oh, they they do. They, dude, did you see um, the the because um, uh, well, I mean, it's available separately too. But if you got that last Alfred Hitchcock collection, they did Psycho in 4K, and they uh, you know it has the theatrical and it has the original release. Um, you know, because, well, actually, no, I can't say that. Yeah, it has the original theatrical, because when it was re- released theatrically, like, or, you know, when it was first released theatrically, they had it one way. And then when it was released on home video, they cut it. Right. Like, 
when, you know, like when Arbogast gets stabbed, there's like a few more stabs or he's looking at Marion through the hole in the wall in the office. I think you see a little more of that. And then there's one other scene, I think, that has like a few more shots to it or a little longer lingering shots. But they, uh, you know, but they cut that, but they put this on the 4K. And I'll tell you, dude, that looks, that movie to me, at least in 4K, looks fucking magnificent. Yeah, I bought And those. even Wizard of Oz, if you watch that, that even looks really fucking good, too. That one I, that one I only have on uh dvd i don't have it on blu-ray or hd but i did oh. get that i did get that columbia pictures classics it's volume yes. one and volume two and mm-hmm. it has like uh anatomy of murders on one of them um yes that's uh, two uh, dr strange love is on the first one and mr mm-hmm. smith goes to washington and in 4k they're beautiful i, I mm-hmm. love the way they look and it's like i Black. I didn't think black and white. Those were the first four Ks that I'd seen in black and white. Was the, the Mr. Smith goes to? And I was like, my God, this looks great. So I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure. You know, so it's like you know, and, and as a matter of fact, most of those, some of these, let me say, like the Lawrence of Arabia, it was so good looking in four K. So if they take the time and they have all the proper, I guess I don't know how editing with that kind of stuff goes, but. I guess right. if they have a good good negatives, they look good. Like I got the Godfather in 4K, and I think you I can gotta see some, watch you, that. You could see some grain, but they did such a magnificent job cleaning it up. It looks really good. So Does I mean, it, yeah, I gotta. That's yeah. in the stack here too. I gotta fucking watch it. But 4K, like if you're not gonna spend the time to really do much to it, I don't. If it's just a transfer from DVD to 4K to you know just. I'll pass. I'll get the Blu-ray. Like just an upscale. Yeah, I, I'm the like upscale. Scan. Yeah, yeah. No, if they're upscaling it, hell, I'll just go and try to find it on eBay on DVD. I'm not gonna yeah. hurt, you know. But, but you know, I just and that goes back to my days when I, you know, I when I would, you know, when I was pirating stuff. I was I always tried my best to make sure, you know, that I could, you know, get it to where it looked good. I didn't want to, you know, if I was gonna do something, I at least wanted to make it look good. So you dubbed everything like with VHS going back to yeah. the pirate thing. You dubbed everything in SP, I guess, back in the day. Yeah, I did everything on the slow. Now, if I was doing it for friends, mm-hmm. they would say, "Hey, do it in that SLP, so I can have two or three movies on there, so right. I could just put it on and then fall asleep watching it and just let you know." So you you could put like three movie, hour and a half, stretch it out to eight hours, or you could put you know three four movies on there. Uh, right. I wouldn't recommend it, but. If you know they brought me the tapes, say hey, mm-hmm. bring you know I'll do the dubbing for you. I'll do everything that you need. Just you got to supply me with the VHS tapes. So right. they would bring me the tapes, and they would tell me. So obviously I'm going to do what they want because they paid for it. But right. but I had a lot. I had some film buff friends. You know I don't want I don't want that pan and scan. I want widescreen. I don't you know it was mm-hmm. and some movies you couldn't get back then. It was all this video has been formatted to fit your TV. That was the thing back in the you know seventies and eighties. They didn't want to give you the wide scratch. I think the very first movie on beta I ever saw that was properly ratioed was Star Wars. Everything else they you know changed the format for a TV. So that was the first show. That was the first movie I saw on beta where it had some black bars because they wanted to. I was like, as a kid, didn't like the black bars. This is stupid. As I got older, I 
realize no it's beautiful because you're getting mm -hmm. everything but you know when you're a kid you're an idiot so yeah i mean well yeah i mean because i didn't realize back then that you know everything was basically widescreen like that i was like in the boat where i'm like wow okay so i'm in the theater and it looks one way and then i'm at home and it looks another way and it's like i didn't fucking know and then all of a sudden i'm like wow what's this thing called widescreen like i think um and 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 no shit i think the the first widescreen vhs i bought was um one of the halloween anniversary editions and i got it and i saw and i saw something that said widescreen i'm like this is different i'm like i didn't know you know and then i think the first yeah and that was like the first vhs and then when dvds first came out and halloween was first on dvd i remember it was a double-sided dvd and i think a friend of mine actually had a dvd player before i did so and i told him i said dude i said they released halloween on dvd and i said it says something that one side is widescreen and i know what that is because you know i i saw it with the black bars so i know that's what widescreen is and i said but it said it also has a pan and scan version on it and i'm like i don't know what the fuck pan and scan means but it's a different version of halloween and i need it <laughs> yeah now i as now that i'm older i mm -hmm. do like to look back at things and like I bought that. I bought RoboCop, the Arrow release, just recently, and it has the TV version of the movie. Now, right. I love an Alligator. They did it. The, the uh, Shout Factory yeah, for Alligator too. Yeah, it brings back memories because a lot of the horror movies that I love today, I actually saw for the first time on television. So I did see mm -hmm. the edited version. So I do like these that they put these TV versions on there, but I do believe the. They, they blew them up so they fit the screen. I wish they had gave us the cut, pan, and scan oh, version. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I recall the, the – I Shout Factory may have it, pan and scan. I don't know, yeah. but I know – I think my Arrow one when I was – I am I have a, 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 a anal retentive. When I get DVDs, I put them mm -hmm. all in and I test them. I may not watch yeah. them, but I test them because sometimes I bought movies – and like, especially TV shows, like we'll say, for example, Six Million Dollar Man. Say I buy mm -hmm. something like that. Obviously, I'm not going to watch it in 30 days. So right. it, it sucks when you take your time and then you get to season four, disc three, and it doesn't work. And you right. can't return it. So you got to fight with the company. Hey, I got this disc that's messed up. Well, I mean, are you sure it wasn't your fault? So I test every DVD. I go chapter, chapter, make sure they work. Mm -hmm. So and that once again, that that's something I started doing with, you know, dubbing if the tracking was yeah. off well, i got to start over so yep. it's like you know i'm very meticulous when it comes to stuff like that and even when as time went on with dvds you know decombing and interlacing and all that stuff that people don't really probably know what i'm talking about but you know to get rid of lines and it's like i'm very meticulous i, I if i'm on pirate something i want it to look the best that it can for what technology you have Paul, are you sure you're not me? <laughs> Maybe I am. <laughs> because I, I swear to you, like you're talking and you're 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 me. Like that that's that's exactly like stuff I, especially with the dubbing and the VHSs. Like I would always make sure like I would check the VHS after it was done. I would check the DVD if it was done and all that stuff. Because if I didn't, 
you know, then I would feel like, well, then if I give it to the person and they can't watch it, then it'll be like, well, I'll have to redo it again at some point. So why not just do that before it goes out the door? That's like Arrow now with their fucking UHD releases. Like everything that they release now has some sort of an error with it. The RoboCop one doesn't though, does it? No, I didn't see, I didn't notice anything. I I guess I don't know if they're getting cheap or if the whole COVID thing, when it came, if they, you know, like, well, we don't have any, you know, testers here or people to watch it because they all got sent home. So, you know, I don't, I don't know why, but it just seems in this window here, you know, a lot of errors because for the longest time it was hard. The only things I've ever bought that, that were caught right away is there was the Friday the 13th fiasco with Shout right. Factory. And yeah. the Halloween box set had a fiasco with the, I think it was Halloween, uh, Halloween five, four. four. Halloween yeah. four had the sync issue where like 47 minutes yeah. in, it yep. went off sync. Yep. And I know, I try, dude, and you know what they did for that replacement disc, right? No. That really kind of pissed me off. All they did was they shipped you the original fucking Anchor Bay release. Oh, okay. That's all they did. That's it. I kept I kept the flawed discs. I didn't do so. If, you no, know, I still have it too in the case upstairs. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. And then my uh, and then my uh, Columbia Pictures Volume One, the Lawrence of Arabia. It didn't have the special features, the right special features disc. So they sent that. Mm-hmm. So in all my life, I've only come across it three times. But I give them all credit because those three were caught right away. I mean, Shout right. Factory was pretty quick. But I I didn't notice it. I checked them, but I wasn't paying attention. So I didn't notice that out of sync thing. And then when mm-hmm. they posted it, I put it back in. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. How did I miss that? So I was in such a hurry, I guess. But yeah. yeah. But, but I was a type. But I was the type of guy when my friends would say, hey, can you, you know, hey, will you record this? I get you a cassette. I get the NR. What's the NR? Just mm-hmm. get the NR. Because the noise reduction, they didn't understand what that meant. So they yeah. said, what is that? So it's going to get rid of that hissy sound that you, oh, okay. Huh? Uh, I guess. I mean, I was, I don't know much about technology, you know, like mm-hmm. per se, like uh, I could build a computer. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't know software. Yeah, I mean, I can work with software if you make it for me, but I could build a computer. I can install the hard drives, the motherboard. I can do all that stuff. But like you, I couldn't edit. um, Like I couldn't edit when you was watching your movies. I I wouldn't have the patience to edit a movie together. uh, VHS style. I mean, doing it digitally now, it's a breeze because your program does it all for you and you just slap it in the timeline. But I can't imagine the headaches you had doing you know, especially that Halloween one is almost an hour and a half. I'm like, I could not have edited that thing. No, I would have never done it. Well, see, the thing is, the the first cut of that, and I, I trimmed it down because it really, like, was a dumpster fire and made no sense. Especially that first cut was an hour and fifty seven minutes, and I edited that in two days, and I did. It was like the first day was six hours from like. 6 p.m. to midnight and the second day I did it from like noon to 6 p.m. and then that was that was that but uh yeah I mean it's like constantly like having to hit because I did that where I had the camcorder hooked into the VCR so I had the blank tape in the camcorder and I was flipping the uh VHSC tapes out of the um VCR so it's like I would have to pause the camcorder 
and then I would have to put the um, the tape in and then find the spot on the tape that I wanted to, uh, you know, because like I said, I did everything out of sequence. So I'd have to find that spot and then hit play and then unpause it and then pause it again and then probably take the tape out, put another tape in, and it was like constant back and forth, and it's just like, ugh. Man, I, I, I don't have the patience for that. I would have been like, nope. Nope, I got to find someone who can do this for me. I'll film it all and I'll sit in the room and say, okay, this goes here and here and here, but you do it. I'm not, no, I'm not doing it. Right. But, but yeah, I was, but, but I got, I mean, I don't know. I just, there's just something about, and, and you know, it, it, it what, when I first started pirating, well, I guess mm-hmm. back then it wasn't pirating. I guess, is that a bootleg copy? So I guess it would be bootlegging. Um, yeah, that's- I, I, I mean, me and my friends, I had a, one friend I go to concerts with and we hide our recorder, you know, and we'd record concerts. That way we could listen to it in the car at home and relive, you know, like the, the concert. Like when I went to Motley Crue and Pink Floyd, I recorded those concerts. And, right. that, and that was that was fun to do. Nowadays, you know, everybody takes their phone so you could record, you know, the whole thing. But back then you had to be sneaky. And mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't at first I wasn't doing it to screw people over it was i found something that i was good at that a lot of my Mm -hmm. friends weren't and it made me kind of it put me you know like you're like if you own a car but you don't know how to work on cars and you have a friend that knows how to work on cars so you Mm -hmm. know it's he takes pride in that and then you have you know i'm always you know you're always going to go to him hey man can you help me out can you help me out oh that's not a problem man we'll go get the parts and i'll think i'll change it for you and that you know buy me a pizza and and, right. and and that's how I was with this. I wasn't trying to take money away from millionaires. I was just trying to help my friends out. Hey, man, you know, I can't afford to get this. You know, I can't afford to get this, you know, Ozzy Osbourne cassette. You think you could copy it for me? Sure. Mm-hmm. No problem. So it was more of just trying to help out my friends. You know, I have never pirated anything and sold it. I've never yeah. pirated anything. It was always just for, for personal use or for my friends. I, I right. never, you know... I've bought stuff on eBay that was bootlegs, but it was mainly Asian films that weren't licensed and probably didn't have, you know, like my first Ricky, uh, that one I bought, um, Story of Ricky, I bought it off eBay as I was telling, mm-hmm. you know, Poe in the, that other episode, but you couldn't buy it here at the time. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I did what I had, but I didn't sell it. I just purchased it. So, right. but I never, tra- you know, I mean, I'm still... I have downloaded stuff before and been like, this is awesome. And then I bought it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't just, you know, hoard a bunch of stuff and be like, you know, if I didn't like it, I didn't like it. If I didn't like it, I didn't keep it. It got deleted. Right. But it's like, you know, if it, I really liked it, you know, I bought it because that's, you know, I just, if you make a good quality product, you should be rewarded for it. If you make crappy, right. if you make something crappy, then to hell with it. Just in know. a sense, it's like trying before you buy Right. You could test drive a car, you know, and I know they'll be like, well, you could watch a trailer. Well, I mean, nowadays half the movie is shown you in the trailer, so you don't even have to watch right. the movie. Just watch the trailer. But yeah. I just it, it's a different. You know, I, I don't know. I I know people give me crap. Oh, I can't believe you do that. And eh, it's my life. Leave me alone. So, you know, right. I don't do it much anymore because it's like with streaming services, you don't have to now. I mean, it's a totally different world now. Well, believe me, now, like, okay, so we talked, obviously, VHS, you had Macrovision, and oh. that was, uh, well, see, and the thing is, and I think I told you, um, you know, off air, uh, 
I didn't have exposure to macrovision right away because we did it where we had the camcorder. So we had the VCR hooked to the camcorder. So what I would do was I'd put the blank tape in the camera and then I put the, um, you know, the video store rent it tape in the VCR, play on the VCR, record on the camera. Now that would record everything in, in SP by default, because that's what the camera recorded in. And then, you know, I guess that would bypass the macro vision like automatically. And I didn't, dude, I'll be honest with you. I didn't even know macro vision was an issue until, um, I want to say, okay, so the first movie that I rented from the video store and dubbed was Halloween five in 1990. So I didn't realize that you could do it the other way until 1994, around the time Jason goes to hell came out. Because what I did then was we still had the camcorder, but what I did was I, pl- I, I switched it. So you'd get it, you know, you'd hook it up in such the way that you'd put the rent tape into the camcorder and hit play. And then you'd put the, um, you know, the blank tape in the VCR and you hit record. And then that's when I realized, okay, you hit record and you'd have the fucking video drop out and all that shit, you know, the macro vision shit. And I was like, what's this? And then that's when I was like, oh, I'm like, so now every time that I do this, the macro vision is going to get me. So I can't, because at that time my dad was like, okay, so we're doing it this way and we're recording the movies and everything's going to SP. So my dad was like, but you see, if we do it this way and you have it, so you put the tape in the VCR, you can record it in SLP. So we could get three movies on a tape and that would, you know, save having to buy all these tapes and, you know, storage and all that stuff. And I said, okay, I'm like, we can do that, you know, whatever. There were a few things that I still did record in, in SP, certain movies that I just recorded that way anyway, just for the fuck of it. But I was just like, you know, the majority of movies had the macrovision stuff on it. And I didn't realize it until I would go back and watch them and we return them anyway. And then I was like, oh, I'm like, damn it. I guess that's not going to. You know, and, that's and, not gonna and, and that macrovision would tease you because it would look fine at first, mm-hmm. and then it would then it would get darker and darker, mm-hmm. and then it would get brighter and brighter. The the audio was never messed up. It was just right. They would it just would get real dim, and you'd be yep. like, "What in the hell?" But then that's why whenever I bought DVD uh, DVD players, whenever I bought VHS players, mm-hmm. I tried my best. Macrovision only worked if the VHS player had it built in. So right. you could still find some companies didn't want to do it. So you right. could find it. A lot of those, those uh, dual VHS that had two of them built in, a lot of those didn't have macrovision because what's the point in buying a, a VHS player that, you know, had two VHS tapes at a time. If you're mm-hmm. going to have macrovision, it was pointless because w- w- I yeah. mean, you knew it, they knew what they were selling it for. So those wouldn't have them, but those were always too expensive. That's why I liked my trusty, beta i would hook the cords in and play it from the vhs and put it on a beta and then i would switch the cords around you know now i would go out and this would be in and i'd have i'd play Mm -hmm. that same movie back from the beta onto my vhs and then record it so i had to do double work 
right you know for my friends like hey i want to okay but you know it's going to take me a while because i'd have to do it twice and you know i was still a kid because i still wanted mm-hmm. to you know i still wanted to do things and go outside and play and do this and that so i wouldn't i didn't you know I'm, like now i just got no life so i can sit and edit all day long with nothing you know i ain't got nothing going on but back right. then there was things i wanted to do so you know it would take me a few days but it was extra work but I, that was the macrovision was the first time in my life that i learned there's always a way to fix there's all there's always going to be a way to mm-hmm. get through something they can stop mm-hmm. you for only so long and like just like now we see with technology you know mm-hmm. a company does this you know like nintendo hey we got the switch oh we can hack your switch and then they put a, out an update out and then like hours later there's already a way to bypass the new updates and security features so with mm-hmm. today's technology it moves so fast I kind of miss the old days where, you know, once Macrovision came, it stuck around for so long. And then I think it was still being used when VHS was done and everybody moved over to, you know, VHS. I mean, DVD. The only thing I don't know, I never messed around with. Maybe you did. It was uh, DAT. Do you remember DAT? Those real small digital tapes. They were really tiny. I know of them. Okay. But I never, I never used them myself, but I know. I've heard of them and I've seen them, but I've never. I've I didn't never know if them. you knew because I don't know if they had any kind of copyright technology on those because I just, it was too expensive. And, and, mm. and a part of me thought this ain't going nowhere. What made, what, how I always thought technology was when it came to like mm. audio, if it couldn't fit right. in your car, it wasn't going to be successful because, right. you know, people are always on the go. I mean, I don't know if you ever saw these ads. You can look on YouTube and find them. There used to be portable record players. So you take it to mm-hmm. the beach, had a built-in speaker, and you put your record, but it, it, it ran on batteries. It just had a little crappy right. speaker. But, you know, it, it, it didn't, it wasn't that, you know, it's still a record. If it gets jolted, the needle jumps. So, I mean, you go to the beach, you take your record player, eventually sand's going to get on there and mess it all up. So it wasn't yeah. going to, no, it wasn't going to go. But, you know, but when it comes to movies, the technology it was hard for me to decide what would win, what would, what, what wouldn't like, I thought beta was the greatest thing. And then VHS came and I'm like, I only see a bigger tape that could hold more, but my, right. I didn't really notice too much of a difference. I thought beta was better than VHS, but you know, what do I know? You know, no, I think I, I honestly think from what I heard, I don't know if it's true or not, but I've heard that beta was the better format. And I don't know why Sony was so intent on VHS. You know, Sony, when they want something, they seem to get their way. I mean, we, you know, we have Blu-ray now and, and Mm -hmm. I know they have, they get, you know, every Blu-ray that sells and stuff, they get money because, you know, royalties, but it seems like when Sony really wants something, they, 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 they figure a way to win the battle. I mean, you know, and they, and the weird thing is they created beta in the first place. So I don't know why they changed their mind and, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not on the inside on tracked on how all that history went. Well, and that's the same thing too. I actually, I heard that HD DVD, even though, you know, Blu-ray and, and that are similar or, you know, but I did hear that HD DVD was actually the better format just because the discs were manufactured differently. And I think they're, I, I don't know if they were more durable. I forget the specifics, but they did say that that was the better format. But it seems like, you know, that 
it always seems to be the case that the better format does not win out in the end. I don't, I don't know why that is, but it does. And that after that one episode, you, you, you guys did. I posted on the web page, on the group page, the picture. I still have my Xbox 360 add-on for the mm-hmm. HD DVDs, and I have two HD DVDs. I have uh, Troy. It's not a good movie, but I have Troy, and I have right. three hundred. And I have three hundred. Three. And, yeah. Yeah. That was yeah, the and, fucking flipper disc that I would let people that I let people <laughs> borrow, and I they fucking put it in the wrong way. Yeah, and, oh, and it God. looks it, and it looks good. And what amazes me about how it looks good is that that was ancient technology. Basically, it wasn't that far back. But the when you hooked up your HD DVD player to your Xbox, it just transferred through a USB cable. It wasn't yeah. any kind of HDMI two point. I mean, it was just a USB cable, and it looked good. I was I'm amazed at how clear the picture went going through a USB cable. I can only imagine if the if the the HD DVD drive was actually built into the 360. If it would have made it look any better, or if that coming through the the USB was you know just as good, because I didn't yeah. have any, I didn't buy an HD DVD player, so I don't have a comparison. I can't say, oh yeah, well it did look better on the HD DVD player than it did here, but you know, but so I don't know if it looked any better, but it, it still looked good for coming to a USB cord. Yeah, no, and I'll be honest with you, I. I, I did because my testing station, you know, when I told you I, I did the testing for the movies, the way that it worked was I had I had four devices that I had to test on. I had um, an HP an HP desktop with an HD DVD drive in it. And then I had the Xbox add-on. And then I had um, an HD I had a standalone player, and then I think there was one other thing, but I can't remember what that was, and I basically had to do, like, there was a whole checklist. I had to put the disc in and insert it and eject it, like, five times to make sure that it would go in and come out, go in and come out, so I had to do that. Then I had to go to like three different spots in the disc and watch them for like, I had to watch like maybe three to four minutes at the beginning, three to four minutes at the middle, and then three to four minutes at the end of the movie to make sure that it played and there was no discrepancies. Although um, some days, depending on the movie, um, the sections that I would watch, you know, would be longer than three to four minutes in the beginning. You know, there'd be times that I would sit there and I'd just be like, oh, that's a slow day. I'm just going to watch the whole fucking thing. <laughs> so, um, you know, and that's what Arrow needs with with their shit now. Like, they need something like that because, uh, you know. So did you test copies or did they give you, like, some kind of master to test? N- no, what what it was was like I had to, okay, so let's say on a given Tuesday that there was four, let's say there was, okay, so let's say on a given Tuesday um, there were releases like HD DVD releases from Warner, Paramount, and whatever, you know. Um, So what I would do was each Tuesday, each HD DVD release that came out, I would have to buy 
like three different copies of each movie from like different sources. So I'd have to like go to like Best Buy, Walmart, and I think like I would order from like um, Deep Discount um, uh. DVD. So what I would do is I, I would order like, um, okay, so like they released The Matrix, The Matrix Trilogy on HD DVD. So I would have to order one copy from Best Buy, one copy from Walmart, and one copy from Target. And then I would have to test each of those copies in each of my sources to see how they played. Oh, so okay. I didn't get them. Yeah, I didn't get them before the release. I would have okay. to, like, and then Toshiba would pay for me to buy those three copies. And the thing is, like, we would get to keep those copies. So basically, there was a file cabinet at work that I had the key to, and we would put all those, you know, discs in the um, in that cabinet, and then I would have the key, and then like, okay, so... But then again, nobody that I worked with at the time had an HD DVD player. So, you know, they'd really only, only be able to take the combo releases right. that had the DVD in that. But, you know, not every studio released combo releases anyway. And luckily, like when the thing ended, um, they they basically gave me my pick of, of what I wanted when the thing. Cause, um, the owner of the company actually let me like he gave me as a bonus money to go out to buy a fucking HD DVD player because he knew I fucking wanted one. And he knew that I was like just sitting there testing all these movies. So he's like, you know what? So after like the first few months of doing it, he's like, as a bonus, he's like, here, go out and get a player for yourself. So I went out and I got a fucking player. Was and, Toshiba, uh, the, did Tosh, was Toshiba the only ones that made? Uh, HD DVD drives, or did somebody else, or players? Was it just them, or well, were they? There... They started, you know, they they started it. Like Sony was behind Blu-ray, Toshiba was behind HD DVD, and then I think they licensed it out to other. Okay. I think there were, you know, there were some other companies that did it. There were Blu-ray and HD HD DVD combo players too. Um, I think. But I, I I never experienced, you know, like I never had any experience with those. But uh, what the hell was it? Yeah, and like I said, so they let us keep all of those HD DVDs that I would test until we got the adult movies. Like when, when HD DVD was ready to go down, then Toshiba, like, um, asked me there. My, my boss called me into his office one day and he said, you know, um, I just spoke to you know, because he talked to the, the people over in Japan or whatever, and he's like, I just spoke to, um, you know, the people over at Toshiba, and they wanted me to ask you if you would feel comfortable testing adult titles. And I'm like, well, it doesn't yeah. <laughs> matter to me. You know, I'll, I'll do it. So, you know, then we started that. But the thing is, with the adult titles, for whatever reason we had to send those to them after they were tested they wanted to be they wanted those sent to toshiba in japan but you know they don't really um condone pornography over there right so what we would have to do was we would have to like we'd send them the discs back 
in the cases, but we would take the we would have to take the covers out and like flip the covers around and then put the covers back in the 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 sleeves in the cases. So then that way if they open them up at customs, they wouldn't see that they were like adult movies just oh, by like okay. looking at them. Okay. Yeah, because you couldn't do that in Japan. Because I remember reading an article back then in one of the magazines where it showed that Blu-ray was the first format that the porn industry chose. And I remember the article saying game over because, you know, whatever format porn chooses is the one that's going to win. And I always found that, I always found that humorous. I mean, it doesn't mean anything now because of the internet, but back, because I think that's why beta also helped with V porn went to VHS and it was like, ugh. but see, I think porn went to VHS because Mm -hmm. they wanted to be able to make those six hour long festivals and six hour extravaganza. And it was easier. So, so I think, you know, that's why they chose it. But I, I, you know, for me, like I said, you know, beta was my thing, but I, I I didn't care. I sat back. This was the first, the DVD, the the Blu-ray HD DVD war. I didn't Mm -hmm. do anything until it was done. Cause I already had, you know, I had a DVD player. They weren't really spitting out too many movies on Blu-ray that I was impressed with. Um, I don't think Blu-ray really took off for me personally until film studios started using digital cameras. I always right. found that if it was done on film and transferred to Blu-ray, it's it's it looked the same to me as it did on uh, DVD. So I waited. Right. I wait. I waited to see who was going to win. I mean, I did get a PS3, but I still wasn't using it as a Blu-ray player. I was just playing games on it and then watching DVDs. I right. waited to see who there was because I wasn't going to go out there and spend hundreds of dollars and then end up with a collection of, you know, junk that I couldn't, yeah. you know, do anything. So, so I waited. I know a lot of my friends, they jumped on board. Oh, HD DVD and no Blu-ray. I was like, you know what? I'll wait until they're done fighting. And then I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll you know, I, 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 so I waited, I didn't get involved. I said, eh. yeah. And, and, and my dumbass, like, I really, like I was legitimately like behind, HD DVD, like I, I loved it. I was like, well, I mean, I had an attachment to it for you know, right. for that thing. And believe me, when when Blu-ray won out initially, like now, fucking, like that, that's 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 all that's heat. When this is not even a dent in what I own, this is just the recent stuff that I have that I haven't put away yet. But, um, you know, but these are all those are all Blu-rays right there, and. uh you know, but I was I was devastated when fucking Blu-ray won out. I did not I didn't want that. I was like, no, this 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 is not you know. And then I went back to just my lowly fucking computer drive fucking testing job because they they shut down the whole HD DVD thing. And then the the owner of of the company I worked for was like, well, do you think we could do the same thing for Blu-ray? He's like, because I have contacts at Sony. I said, well, then that's fine. I said, so I went and I, I reworked the whole um, HD DVD testing. I reworked it for Blu-ray, which was literally just like changing it, like changing the wording. Instead of HD DVD, I did Blu-ray. And I, you know, and he had people from um, Sony Japan or whatever come over. And, uh, you know, because he was Japanese. So he was in with all those people. So he had, you know sony japan people come over and i you know gave them a demonstration i had 
I had a I had a PlayStation Three that um, I guess the owner of the company of my company bought just to um, run this test with. So I ran the test on a PS3 that I did for HD DVD, and you know they said that they liked it, and but they uh, they weren't interested in um, doing any QA on their uh, Blu-rays at that time. And I'm like, oh, okay. I yeah, I'm like you know, I get it, but you know, in hindsight, that's what these individual labels need. I think something like that just to make sure that there's, you know. See, I see that stack of DVDs there, and I think maybe we are kindred spirits because in the room behind me, um, I have a wall of bookcases with over mm-hmm. a thousand DVD, over a thousand DVDs. Mm-hmm. I, I I have so much. Uh, it's walls bookcases full of video games it's like it's like i don't i don't see i don't see many people that have huge Mm -hmm. collections you know they'll buy a couple of movies here and there they have a small little this is you know but like i buy movies like it's candy i mean Mm -hmm. oh oh Mm -hmm. i like oh 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 oh, i want that movie of course my wife you know pulls out her hair because why do you keep needing this stuff and i and my answer to be honest is Mm -hmm. i don't know i just need it I just gotta have it. Yeah. Well well, seeing that that was like with my uh well with with my dad especially like back in the day. Like I would get him like I remember actually both my parents said this, like with VHS and then when D V D came around they said to me, they're like, Now you know, now that you have a DVD player, you can't any you can't get everything that you had on VHS on D V D and I said, Okay, sure. No, I won't do that. (laughs) But what did I do? I fucking made sure that everything that I had on VHS that was available on DVD, I sure as fuck got it on DVD. If I was buying it or burning it for myself, that's what I was doing. And then uh, with Blu-ray, they said, they said now that you got a Blu-ray player, they said everything that you have on DVD, you can't get everything on DVD or everything that you had on Blu-ray or everything they had on DVD, you can't get it on Blu-ray. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do that. What am I fucking doing? Everything. Yep. And now fucking 4K's here. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, I'm to the point now where it's like, okay, if I had it on Blu-ray and it's on fucking 4K, I'm going to get it on, I mean, case in point. And, and now you got four, now what you got to look forward to is in a couple of years when everything goes on 8K. Yeah. And that's going to happen. I know. And then because... And look, Friday the 13th. Now, Scream Factory released it. The first four in the box set have 4K scans. Okay. But I don't know if you... I know you probably saw, because I think I probably posted it somewhere if you didn't see it already. But Paramount now is releasing the original Friday the 13th with the unrated and the theatrical cut in UHD in September. And you you better sure should believe that I'm going to buy... That Friday the Thirteenth UHD. Because... See, they save they save that for themselves. They save that. Oh for, yeah, because because they let you know Shout Factory licensed it for the Blu-ray box. Yeah, and I bet you they wanted to do 4K, and they were like, no, no. So, so, but at least at least you know they kept it for themselves. But I do believe the 4K releases of the Halloween movies that's still going through Shout. Uh, Shout. Yeah, it? that is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is, and. Yeah, six, 
six through Rob Zombies are coming this year. So I am very excited for that. And I'm going to tell you what, Paramount, Paramount is going to, all right, so they're, they're releasing the first one on September 13th. You can bet that they will release two through eight between the rest of this year and next year. They will release all eight of those on 4K. And then when they're done, I'm they'll release sure. it in a box. They, they're going to try to get that double dip. Well, I'm going to tell you this, okay? And I'll, I'm going to tell you this right now, and anybody watching, I'll, they'll hear this too. And and you hear me too, Paramount, if you're listening. Let me look at the camera. I will buy your single releases of Friday the 13th, 1 through 8 on 4K, because I know that's what you're going to do. And I will get them. But I'm going to tell you, if you decide to release a box set of Friday the 13th, 1 through 8 on 4K, okay, if you do that, I will not buy your box set. I don't care if you put some, 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 some special, extra special features. I know my brain is going to tell me you need the box set, though. I know you have the single releases, but you need the box set. My brain's going to tell me I need the box set, but I'm telling my brain right now, brain, we don't need the box set because we'll have the single releases. And then what's going to happen is after Paramount releases their box set, then they're going to license the fucking Scream Factory. And then Warner, Warner Brothers will license the other to Scream Factory. And then we'll get a Blu-ray box set in 4K from Scream Factory. But you know what? I won't buy it. I'm not going to. I don't know I'm when I cut... When it comes to Halloween, I don't know. I see you, I see you breaking, being like, "Okay, I have to." Oh no, no, no. Well, because that that that's Donald. I'll have to do that. But Friday the Thirteenth, I I I will you won't not. do that. I, I, no, no. I, I I I cannot. I mean, like I said, my brain will tell me to do it, but I will not. I cannot. No, no. They they they've gotten enough out of me. They've gotten enough out of me. So I'm assuming you have the Halloween DVD that has the special feature of terror in the aisles do you have that do you have that halloween version uh i do and then the thing yeah i do because i have one of the i have the uh, yeah because mine has i have one of the error copies that have um that's still open because when i bought it it was the error where it says instead of mustafa a cat presents it says MCA Universal Home Video presents or something at the oh. beginning of it. So yeah, that's I, that's the disc that I have. I only have two. I I'm not. I'm where your Halloween. That's my, Star Wars is for me for where your Halloween. The only I have the Halloween box set, of course, but mm -hmm. I don't. The only Halloween that I have on DVD is that anniversary one that they had done. I don't know if it was Anchor Bay's. But it had like Is so it the much one stuff. with the holographic cover. Um, I, I don't. It, it's in the next room. Um, it, it's all it's got is the knife that's solid black. Mm -hmm. It's got the knife and the pumpkin, and it's like it's got a book inside of it, and it's like got yeah. it's got like so many features. But I don't remember who released oh, it. Oh, and it's the art. Wait, is it? Is it? No, wait. You said it's DVD or is it VHS? Oh, hold on. I'll just go grab it. Because if it's VHS, I'm thinking. I'm thinking if it's VHS, I, I know what you're talking about. I definitely know what I think he's talking about. 
yes i'm 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 here because we're 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 now in real time we're waiting for paul to get this this halloween treasure which i will enjoy because let's see what it is i think it's it's no it's dvd it's dvd okay it's this yeah oh yeah 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 i know yep yeah yeah i have that i have that it's got the two discs and it came with that the book yeah yeah this is the only copy i have and my wife's like you should get rid of it since you got the box set but i can't do it i can't do it it's probably got all the did you ever get the halloween 25 years of terror dvd no i never got that one you never got that one no i'm on that oh you're on it yeah i'm on it the um um disc two the special features there's a thing where they have um they had a thing where fans could submit like a um a certain video of saying um why they love halloween or something like that it was like you're supposed to do like a a two minute thing or three minute thing on why you love halloween so i sent this whole thing in saying about like how i love halloween how i love donald pleasance and all this other bullshit like that blah blah blah, blah. and wouldn't you know it they only have me in the fucking documentary i'm on there for maybe a few seconds all i say is fucking long live halloween oh but you're on it though yeah so Man, i'm still there to... but it's uh i have it what somewhere i think mine's upstairs somewhere i'll have to find it one of these days so but it was uh so when when you were pirating stuff did you so you did you you were renting dvd not dvds you were renting vhs tapes and then just keeping them at home at you know personal use you weren't oh yeah no i didn't no i didn't sell them but i was like i was like you though i did i did make copies of stuff for for friends like all throughout like high school mostly i fucking i recorded everything for my friends i would like every couple of weeks i would um you know give out tapes to people with like stuff on it and all that stuff now um here's another here's another thing i used to do i don't know if you did i felt like i was ahead of my time i don't know if it's just me trying to make myself feel more important than i am but i used mm -hmm. to watch tv shows and right. I would record the TV shows, but I would actually pause so there was no commercials. So on my I, friends, I, I could give it to them and be like, I took the commercials out. And they were like, mm-hmm. oh, thanks, man. But I would actually sit and watch, you know, like like Voltron. It would be on and I'd, I'd pause mm-hmm. it for the commercials. And then, then you know, they because they used to give you the little screens back in the day. You know, we'll be right back. So then I right. knew when to when to hit it. Right. So I used to I used to I had a huge collection of episodes and I tried, you know, for the best that I could, because I had no internet, I had no access to know if they were actually in order. But I mm-hmm. had like a huge collection of like Voltron and Robotech and you know all these cartoons and stuff off TV, mm-hmm. and I would record them. So did you did you record any of your uh, TV stuff? Uh I did. See, I did with The Simpsons, and uh, I didn't do the I didn't do the taking out the commercials only because. Like back in the day, I only had like the one TV with the VCR in the living room, and that was where everybody else would watch the TV. So it's like I couldn't, I couldn't really do that with everybody else around because that would just like annoy them. They're like, "Why are you pausing it? I don't yeah. understand." <laughs> so I'm like, "Okay, yeah." So, um, yeah. So it didn't. I didn't really do that. I mean, 
I I I would have like liked to have done that, but uh, never really had that uh, that chance, unfortunately. So yeah, people would have to just fast forward through that stuff with me, unfortunately. I mean, now that I'm older and I miss the old days, I I wish I had some of those tapes still that when I did get lazy and have the commercials because I like I tend to find myself searching on YouTube for old commercials. And you know, like, like I, I have the every once a year I watch the Star Wars holiday special. Don't ask me why, but once a year I watch that, and I have a version that has three different versions on there, and one of them has all the commercials, and I just love watching the old commercials. So, oh, wow. so back then I didn't care for them, but now I do. But yeah, every time I watch the Star Wars one, I watch it with the commercials, so I can like, oh yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, I remember that. I just I, I'm the I live in the past too much. That's just no, I, I dude, I, I I totally I get it. Did you ever? What the hell is it? So, did you ever try to like dub like DVD to DVD, or did you? No, I never. That that I never. When I started doing DVD, um, it was was ripping. I never tried to. I never. I never tried to do. Because at first, I was just ripping them onto my computer so I could watch mm-hmm. them later. I wasn't right. like I wasn't because I got like a hard drive behind me here. A little, it's got all a lot of my rips. And I wasn't trying to make them for friends. I didn't get into the burning yet at the time. So at right. first, but when I did start, friends were like, hey, can you put that on for me? That's <laughs> when I started messing with recording on DVDs. But I never went DVD to DVD. So I don't even know how you do that. I didn't know if there's yeah, any it's... equipment that did it. I just, you know, I, I just did it from PC to DVD. Oh, yeah, no, I just, um. well, no, there. I mean, that's, I just use the, uh, like for DVD to DVD and Blu-ray to Blu-ray, I just do the um, I have the computer that that does that, and then I use any DVD that um, removes the copy protection. But the problem that really like um, and Lionsgate started this like Sony and Lionsgate are like the bane of my existence where it comes to like copying stuff because um. Sony started, especially with Blu-rays, there's this thing called um, Cinevia. And what it is, is it's like an audio watermark. So, like, let's say you burn a movie. And then, where you burn a uh, Blu-ray. Because this is, I'm jumping ahead, because DVD was, like, just, there was nothing really with that one. But Blu-ray, there was the Cinevia thing. So the audio watermark. So what it would do was you'd burn a disc and then you'd take that burn and you'd put it into your player and you'd go to like, you'd start the movie, you'd go to watch it. Okay. After about 20 minutes, your audio would mute. Oh. And that's, that's how they would, they would get you. Like it basically had a thing where you put the disc in the player and you hit play and it's like the 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 player knew that you were putting in a bdr or or a burned disc so it had you know and the store-bought thing had the synivia thing on it so that copied in so it knew it was a burned copy so after about like 20 minutes like i said the thing would go silent and i would i didn't know about it when I would start burning and then I would give it to like 
you know, because I would burn stuff for my family and all that stuff instead of giving them my original discs, because I told you earlier what happened when I would give them original yes. discs, I would just burn them everything and then give them like burned copies because then that way, you know, my originals were still with me and nobody would mess with them. So that's how that worked. But like with Sony and Lionsgate and Universal would have this Synivia thing on them. So they would go to watch and they'd be like, dude, I went to watch the, the thing that you copied and like 20 minutes in, it just got silent. And there was no audio. And I think like a warning came up on the screen that said, warning, you are watching a an illegal copy of this oh. movie. So what happened was there was a way to beat it. But what you would have, what what I did was you'd buy this this program, and I don't even think the program is is in use anymore because they kind of stopped um, Synivia as of late because I don't I don't see it anymore on discs like any more recent releases. But what it would what this thing was was a collection of databases. So, um, and it would kind of like repurpose the audio, like kind of like down convert it. Like, you know how um, Blu-rays mainly are like DTS HD audio, right? Yes. So what this would do was this would downmix that audio to Dolby Digital 5.1. Okay. And that's that's how you would beat the Cinevia was you Cinevia was you would downmix it. Okay. So when when you would watch the Cinevia and the sound would cut out and give you that warning, did it stay out? Did it, did it ever, does the sound ever come back or nope. is it complete? Okay. No, it's gone. Okay. It's, it's gone for the rest of the movie. You can't, you, okay. you can't get it back. And let's say, like, let's say you want it to be sneaky and you were like, all right, well then I'll just skip ahead a few chapters to like 25 minutes in. All right. You could do that, but then you start watching the movie at 25 minutes right. by four, by the 45 minute mark, same thing would happen. So it was designed to kick in like every 20, it, no matter what, it was a 20 minute window. Right. Okay. okay. Right. And then you would just lose it. And then, then Lionsgate really got tricky with, with what they would do. And I forget what they called this protection, but what it was, was the disc would have a bunch of dummy title sets on it. Okay. So like you would put the movie in. And you'd go to like, okay, so I'd burn the disc, like a Lionsgate disc, because Lionsgate was the only company that did this. You'd put the you'd put the disc in after you burned it, you'd go to watch it. And it would start at the beginning of the movie. Okay. Then about five minutes, it would jump to the middle of the movie. And then it would, you know go to the end like it would it would like rearrange itself wow like the movie wouldn't pl it would play out of order because what they did was they put a bunch of dummy title sets on the disc because i have this other program called clone bd yep i remember I clone, yep yeah so if you put it in clone if you put like the lionsgate disc in clone bd you'd see all these fucking dummy title sets Oh, and when okay. you put the burn when you put the burn blu-ray thing in then 
you know, it would it would go to one of the um like on the BDR disc, it would jump to one of the dummy title the movies that was like a dummy title set. So it wouldn't play the movie correctly. So then oh, what okay. I'd have to do is eventually you'd have to put it into any DVD and any DVD in the status window would show you it'd be like good title set 97. So then you would know. So then you'd go to clone BD and you would, you know, deselect all the dummy title sets. Oh, okay. But you'd select the the good title set of 97. So then that would, you know, so then that would play the, you know, copy the good movie to the disc, but remove all the dummy title sets. So you wouldn't oh, have that okay. issue. Yeah, Lionsgate, I'm not... They don't like to do digital copies. They don't work with movies anywhere. They're like, they're very weird. Like, I don't know. It's like, they're very, very paranoid, I guess. I don't know. They want to keep it all mostly in-house. I mean, if they probably had their way, they wouldn't even give you codes. And I remember I bought uh, recently on 4K when I first got one of the John Wick films. Yeah. Um, you had to go through their website. They had like Lionsgate anywhere. I don't remember what they called it, but you had to claim mm. your streaming stuff through them. And then oh, Voodoo was the only place you could watch it through. But that's yeah, Lions, ridiculous. Yeah, Lionsgates, they're, I don't know. They, they, they're they shrewd. They don't like to work with anybody. It's like yeah. if they have their way, it would be their own. And I'm surprised they don't have their own streaming service. So they don't have to mess with Voodoo or anything like that. It's, I don't know. You know what though? If they don't, I bet you they will, because I'm telling you, I think eventually, I mean, obviously, you know, physical media at this part seems at this point seems like it's becoming more of like a niche or a niche market. And I think that as time goes on, I think it's going to, you know, become even more niche and, you know, um, everything's going to go all digital as much as I hate that, you know, well, everything's going to. And, and see, so that's that another movie. like it's like what's going on with gaming right now. This is where I what oh you shouldn't pirate, you shouldn't pirate. Some of us, some of the stuff that I have that I've ripped, mm -hmm. you can't buy. They they right. it's not streaming, you can't buy it anywhere. It's like mm -hmm. it's I feel I kind of feel like I'm preserving some of these movies because you can't see them anywhere. And it's mm -hmm. like, you know, you even while I was telling Poe on one of these episodes. Even the shittiest of B movie should still be preserved because right. it's still a piece of film history. It's somebody's art. It's somebody's work. It should be preserved, and not just mm -hmm. by the person who made it. It should be available for people. And, and it bothers me that these companies get cheap. Oh well, there's a couple songs in there that, that they want too much money for because the band at the time wasn't famous. Now they're famous, and they want too much money, so we're not going to license it. It's like quit being cheap. Just right. license it. And then I know I knew a guy one time that worked for uh, a DVD. Uh, they, they manufactured DVDs, not a specific company. Like, you know, he worked for Sony. They just they they manufactured DVDs that were bought by some companies to, you know, like like uh, uh, like Mill Creek. They would, you know, they buy their DVDs from somebody, you know, whoever right. sells the DVDs cheapest. That's who we buy them from. Well, he manufactured them. He says a lot of these companies. That's why you get a lot of shows that have like season one and season two box sets. And then that's it just because they mm -hmm. made them. No one bought them. So they stopped. But my thing is, okay, so no one bought them, put them on a streaming surface. Even yeah. if you're going to, even if you're going to get, you know, 10 cents for every 100 people, that's still 10 cents. 
it's not costing you anything for it to be sitting on a server somewhere waiting to be watched. I mean, I know you got to right. have server space, but I mean, if you're a streaming service, you're going to have the space. I don't right. understand why they just don't put a lot of this stuff on streaming. Just because no one bought it then doesn't mean they won't stream it now. I mean, there's stuff on Tubi that I won't watch, but somebody must be watching it. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it, I, I don't licensing is such a pain in the ass. And and I don't fully understand copyright and all that stuff. But the the the, the part of me that thinks just like, you know, everyday man's thoughts, it's like, just pay the fee. I mean, you're yeah. going to make the money somehow. And, and I always get upset when I see companies who make billions of dollars a year. Yeah, I know they have overhead and other stuff they got to pay for. But, you know, when mm-hmm. they're racking in big profits and they're crying over, you know, $5,000 to pay for a song, I get agitated. It's like, come on, yeah. man. So sometimes, you know, it's like, oh, you shouldn't steal movies. I'm not stealing them. I'm preserving them. I'm preserving right. these films. Because 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, and, 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 you know, and, and that's the, and then sometimes I'll rip stuff. It's just going to sound mm-hmm. dumb, but sometimes I rip stuff that I mm-hmm. own just to do it. I just, I just like, you know, I like messing with stuff. And then I like taking videos, like putting a movie in handbrake that I already own. Because mm-hmm. if I recall correctly, Congress or whatever those jokers did, if you mm-hmm. own it, if you own it, you're allowed to back up your own. So if you physically own it, you can back it up. Yeah. So I'll rip like I took the Blues Brothers. And I ripped it. I, I like to see, you know, change sound, add sound effects and, you know, edit it in a different way just to screw around. You know, no right. one will ever no one will ever see. It's just for me personally. But I just like ripping things. It's just, you know, make, you know, maybe it's part of, you know, some mental issues or something. But. I just like doing it. It's, it's it, you know, and it's a challenge to try to figure out, like, like you said, I mean, they put in all those, you know, you got the software to do it, but it's got to be a hassle to put the disc in, find the real track, the real title in there, then find it, mm-hmm. write it down, then go over. But as much as it's a pain in the ass, I mean, you got to enjoy it. You still, you know, you, 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 you do it. So you must enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, well, because, you know, in, 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 in some weird way, it makes me feel like I'm beating the studios. If that makes any sense. It's the, uh, the, 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 the uh, whatever Goliath and, uh, you know, you're, you're fighting the, you know, you have this big entity and you're just that little guy, but Hey, I, yeah. I, I showed you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I see. I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean yeah. that, you know, either I did it for, you know, like I said, everything was for my friends. But once the technology changed, we had DVDs and, and stuff. That's when I just, you know, there was a window in the 2000s. I went totally nuts. There was this website run by this guy. He had the dumbest name, Kim.com. Remember Kim.com? And he had that mega upload. Mega oh, upload. And you paid like, upload. Yeah, yeah, you paid like $10 upload. a month and you could download, you could use their service and download and upload so I was all over the place with Mega Upload. And then there was a site called Where's BB. I used to go there. I would I would rip stuff and I would post it just to see if anybody would download it. Because you used to get paid. If you mm-hmm. if enough people downloaded your stuff, your link, you'd get some money. So I tried really? it. I never earned anything, but I tried it anyway. But I was mm-hmm. downloading stuff. I mean, I was downloading stuff and there was these pages that had uh they would post they would upload television shows for the week and they would mm-hmm. upload like raws and 
all these things. And then there would be a, a TV section, then their movie section, and they would upload movies. I don't know if you remember, but you know, there'd be like, you know, uh, Transformers uh, DVD R2. And I was like, oh, R2, that must right. be a region. That was actually just mm -hmm. Russian. It was just, it was just a Russian copy. Right. So you might have subtitles in Russian, you know, at the bottom of the screen. But I was downloading everything, everything, yeah. stuff that I didn't even, you know, I would be like, I don't know why I downloaded this. And I would put it on a hard drive. To this day, I've got movies. If you plugged in my hard drive now, or if I plugged in my hard drive now and looked at it, I wouldn't know half the movies that are on there because I just got addicted to downloading stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. I was down, I was downloading everything. And it wasn't just movies and TV shows. I was downloading porn. And it's like, dude, you only have so much time in the day you could utilize pornography. But I had mm -hmm. enough for I had enough porn that everybody in the city of Chicago could have used my videos and never had to look for it ever again. I just yep. I got addicted. My wife says, you got a problem. I'm like, yes, I know. But I couldn't stop. I just kept downloading yeah. and downloading and downloading. And then I got into torrents. And then, you know, leaving your computer on for three days and seeding. And uh, I'm like, oh, yeah. I was like, I was all over the place. And they're yeah. like, you know, people are getting arrested for this. I got lucky. I never downloaded anything that came with a, you know, I know some people said, oh, I downloaded this movie and now I got a letter in the mail. Never mm -hmm. happened. I mean, I might get a letter in the mail now, but I never got a letter in the mail. They never said anything. Uh, I, I got, I got lucky. I never got caught doing I, anything. I didn't. I didn't get lucky. I got letters in the mail. Oh. My brother, my brother would get like, cause my brother would get like stuff from, from, um, cause we had, um, Verizon for cable back in the day. And he's like, he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Downloading this? We're getting this. And they, <laughs> if they catch you doing it again, I swear they're going to cut off the internet. Blah, 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 blah. So you know what I did then? Then I, I went the way of the VPN and those yeah. letters stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got lucky. I never got a letter. I never got threatened. You know, I, mm. I was downloading video games that way. I never got caught. And I, I you know, I, I don't do that anymore. Now it's strictly mm. just, now it's strictly because streaming. It, uh, which, yeah. Since streaming came along, I haven't downloaded, I mean, I haven't downloaded anything. Um, right. Most, you know, like if I'm putting something together, like for B-Movie TV or something, you know, I might borrow something, you know, from those online sites that let you take audio from YouTube and stuff. But I don't for for you know I don't go like I used to. I you know in the two thousands yeah. in, in the late nineties and two thousands the internet was the wild west, and you had um, access to everything and anything. You know mm. you use you know you get on LimeWire or, or uh, that that one that ShareBear and you'd get you download things. But on those service those services you you'd have to be careful because you'd be like downloading you know you download a movie but what the file name was was not what you got so you had to be mm. very very careful and you'd like re, you know you'd be like oh i got the matrix cool i'm gonna watch it yeah. then it would kick on you'd be like nope i better delete this right now because it wasn't mm -hmm. the matrix so that mm -hmm. was dangerous and you could even get screwed with the torrents that way but yeah. for the most part i mean i just it was i mean i would seed and just let it all you know and what did i care you know i didn't know it was you know, putting stress on the internet you know according to my isp you know if you did torrents, you're putting stress on, but I just, I, you know, I never got that. I never got that. I never got that letter. I, 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 you're the first person I personally know that ever received those, uh, warning letters. I did, Dude, did they I come? At least got three. 
Did they just come from your cable company, or did you actually get any from the movie studio? No, no, they came they came from Verizon, and I got like okay. three different ones over the course of maybe about two years. I don't do the downloading anymore either, just because it's it really is a pain in the ass, um, you know. So I really I really don't, you know. The only thing that I will download if I can't find it anywhere else is if somebody does like a fan edit of something, you know. Then maybe I'll do that. Or I have like a guy that I get bootlegs from that 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 you know does that all, and I just pay him because he charges maybe like ten to fifteen bucks per title. You know what I mean? So I can't. Uh... It just it bugs me that people will be like, "Oh, you shouldn't do that. You're gonna hurt the hurt the music industry." Or that. So man, they've been telling you that they've been saying that same speech. The music industry didn't want anybody to have eight tracks, so it's gonna kill the mm. business. They said that about cassettes. Oh, we don't want cassettes. They said it about CDs. Oh, it's going to ruin the business. They're still here. I know mm -hmm. it's harder now for them to make money, but that's not our fault. That's because, you know, Spotify only wants to pay them five cents every time. You know, so that that has nothing to do with me. That's between the music industry and the streaming providers. But, right. you know, but people have been bootlegging and ripping and burning, you know, so far back. And Hollywood's still here. The music industry's still here. No one actually ever got... I mean, I'm sure some people lost a few pennies here and there, but it's not as bad as they make it seem. You know, you throw in that DVD and the piracy hurts everyone and you got to watch that little video and it's like, you know, and, and the, the FBI logo. It's like, yeah, that's overkill. No one's right. ever... I, I don't... I, I have never actually read... Or anybody, the only people I've ever seen who got hurt from piracy were the pirates. Mm -hmm. the, right. the studio, the studios never got hurt. And no, I, and, and, and I don't know. There was an article written about some woman in England. She got sued for like three, like thirty something thousand dollars because she downloaded mm -hmm. a pinball game for her son off the internet for the computer, and it she got caught. And they sued her, and she actually lost and had to, you know, was sued for 30-something grand over a damn pinball game for your PC. See, and, and that's ridiculous. Because, you know, well, and here's the thing. If, if all right, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you, like, two bootlegs that I have here that I just pulled out of the blue. And, look, again, we wouldn't have to get them if the studios would clear up rights or whatever licensing issues and release the shit themselves. And even if these things that I'm going to show you do get official releases, I'll still fucking buy them. Yeah. I will. But like, okay, like, like this. Okay. This. Is that Freddy's nightmares? Yes, it is. That's, that's, look, dude, this is a boot. Okay. It's got, it's, it's, they're in standard definition because I know, and people are going to say, Oh, well, he ruins screen bugs. If the cripple's watching, yes, I know. He ruins screen bugs. And the screen bugs is HD. Well, it's not really HD because they're just up converts anyway. So these are like standard things. Dude, 20, look, 20 bucks for this. Okay? Then you open it up and you got, it's all the episodes. Season one, two, three, four. Season one and two on, yeah, that's how that is. So again, but if 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 Warner Brothers would would get 
licensing figured out, you know? Yeah. And then whoever the fuck owns this thing, again. Oh, Fright Night 2. Right. And again. And this actually has a, uh, um, I think, a section of uh, the documentary uh, You're So Cool, Brewster. Oh, cool. Um, making It has the Fright Night 2 section of that. So, you know, and again, that was like 20 bucks. And it comes with the artwork on the disc and the fucking printed artwork and all that. You can't fucking beat it. Especially no. when these studios aren't going to, you know, they they don't want to, you know, it, they don't want to do the shit. And no. it's like they're, they're, they're letting money go. I mean, me and you, we're living through it right now with the whole Paramount, Sean Cunningham, Victor Miller fiasco going on with Friday the 13th. It's like, just give everybody the credit they deserve and let's move on. You know, let's, why do we got to fight over it? Right. It's, it's, it, it really, it's like, why, why are you leaving all this money on the table? Just fucking sort it out. You know, you'll each make your fucking money. Just let it happen. Stop being little babies and work out the details. See, that's, I think this thing with Friday 13th, we're going to see a lot more of this later on down the road as these guys who wrote these things get older. Because I know somewhere in the copyright law, they changed it. The government here in the States, they changed it to where descendants can get a piece of the royalties or this, oh. that, or, or, or be able to reclaim the, the rights back after so long that they've died. Oh. So going on in the future, we're going to see... You know, when I'm like 80, I'm probably going to see lawsuit after lawsuit where family members are like, well, we want a piece of the pie now. I mean, the guy who created Superman, his family and, and Warner Brothers had issues there for a while. And I do believe Bob Kane's family had issues because they're like, we're getting nothing and you right. guys are making billions. Where's our piece? So, you know, we're going to sue you. And then they and then they settle. Some of them, they want it. It's like it's like the studios are so damn greedy. It's. It, it bothers my, it bothers me sometimes. Like, how can you be that greedy? How, just how can you be? It's like, you could, look, I, I don't have a lot of money. I wish I had more, but at some point you've got to be like, okay, if I can buy an island, I have enough money. You know right. what I mean? It's like, how much more do you need? Right. So I don't know. That, that's why I never felt bad. Yeah. I'll dub a copy for you, my friend, because <laughs> I don't care, you know? I'm doing mm -hmm. you a favor. I'm helping out the little guy. Screw the big guy. I'm helping out right. the little guy. Exactly. Because some people can't afford things. And, no. and, then pe and people have done the favor for me. I'd be like, oh, man, you know, I, I like a couple songs in that album, but I, you know, I'm not a big fan of the band. Oh, I'll make you a copy. Don't worry about it. I mean, when I was a kid, mixtapes were the thing. You know, you made mixtapes. You like, you took all your favorite songs, you put them on a tape, you let your friend borrow it. Oh, make a copy of this for me. It's got all the hits, you know? Yeah. So I, I never had a problem doing that. You know, you make your girlfriend a mixtape. Oh, I feel about you, babe. You know, it's just, it's, it's the way it was back in the day. Yeah. And it's like, I, you know, it, it, it didn't hurt anybody. It, it just, no. it, it didn't hurt anybody. No, it didn't. It didn't. It definitely didn't. Well, I got to tell you, Paul, this has been an enlightening experience. I mean, we, we kind of went all over the map a little bit. I was expecting yes. that to happen. I <laughs> love that. I think that it, you know, made it um all the more special. So hopefully we can do something like this again in the future on even, I mean, shit, we could just 
riff on something, I think, and and be oh, pretty yeah. good. We'll have yeah. to maybe uh, do some more of these um, film junkie specials or other types of specials, just because you know this is this was fun. I enjoyed it. But um, did you have anything that you wanted to uh, say in closing? Um, yes. I do not condone in any way, shape, or form that you download anything illegal. And I do not condone you ripping DVDs. Mm-hmm. But if you do, if you do, I didn't tell you to do it, but enjoy it anyway. Life right. is too sh- life is too short. Have fun. Don't let it, you know, don't go break the law, get yourself put in jail. But besides that, have fun. Enjoy your life. Don't let people tell you what to do. Just do do what you want to do. And if you're going to do it, don't charge and just give it to people. Be kind. Yes. Rewind. Well. <laughs> oh, man. I hated that. $5 fee. You didn't rewind. I oh, know. God. Give it back to me. I'll go home. I'll rewind it real quick. Jeez. Right. And then I'll, I'll <laughs> right back. It'll, it'll cost a little more in gas, but you know what? I'll do it. Why not? And Blockbuster had that whole row behind them of like eight rewinders. Like, yeah. really? You're going to charge me five bucks because you, you got to put it in that thing and then walk away while it rewinds. Oh, yeah. What a joke. What a joke. That, yeah. that, that could be a whole nother episode blockbuster video. Uh, we should, uh, you know what we should, we should uh, kind of do that as the next special. Maybe we'll have to see how that goes. Yeah. But I like that. All right. Well, we will see you next time. I know there's um shit. What's coming up this week. I don't know because Poe didn't tell me, so I don't know. I don't know what ninety-seven shows will be. Really yeah, crazy. there might be a hundred. Poe might have a hundred by now. He just um, he goes. He he's just doing his thing. I I know. Um. Well, actually, no. Um. Cody did want me to mention. Um. The, well, that's why I asked you beforehand about the um video game special. So there will be a um crossing the streams some video game type special retro i think he wanted to do the retro gaming yeah that's gonna be this weekend or next weekend sometime um either the fourth or the fifth i don't know which but uh you'll see updates on that when that's posted and other than that well i'm supposed to record next weekend during the day at some point i don't know another film junkies with poe but oh, you know poe's a guy so hopefully we get to do it but it might be but we're we're planned on filming it for next next weekend so hopefully the following week sometime he'll have the new episode of film junkies what's what's the movie i'm not gonna tell you god damn it um when that live button goes away i'll tell you what it is oh okay <laughs> all right good well then let's 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 take the live button away so until until um next time um mr rasso it's been fun pirate paul and we will talk to you again see ya
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.